scale, emissions from rockets are emitted directly into the upper atmosphere, where they stay for two to three years. A new theory says Stonehenge was possibly a multi-story building with a thatched roof. A new book by a British architect makes the case it was a covered Neolithic temple and has a scale model to prove it. According to the Daily Mail, the author claims it could have matched William Shakespeare's Globe Theatre design, audience capacity, and performances. Architect Sarah Eubanks said, questionably the right size for an enclosed venue. It seems obvious to me that they would have wanted to mark the winter solstice inside under a roof and not outside in the freezing cold. A Bigfoot sighting that happened back in May was recently reported. A woman in Ohio was leaving 24-hour fitness around midnight, and as she turned to look, she saw a creature about seven or eight feet tall covered in gray fur racing back into the woods about 30 yards away. She stated, it was too large to be a man. The way it bolted off when it fled is what frightened her the most. She said, it was very fast. Who says you can't mistake Jupiter for a flying object? A police officer in Scotland called in for backup when she believed she was being pursued by a drone. Well, it wasn't a drone. It was Jupiter. She had driven miles to try to lose the alleged drone. Google Maps has added a fun little Easter egg where you can find the Loch Ness Monster. The Easter egg occurs when you go to Google Maps on your desktop and type in Lago Ness. And then you click on the red marker and the little icon of a person turns into a little Loch Ness Monster. So if you want to find the Loch Ness Monster in an easy way, just go to Google Maps. So perhaps Google will add more cryptids like they could add Bigfoot for the Pacific Northwest. This has been the Rogie Report News on the Fringe FM, bringing you the latest in Fringe News. I'm Jess Rogie. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Ed's Occult Optometrists, makers of prescription crystal balls for nearsighted fortune tellers. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to the Fringe FM. Houston, 20 seconds to LOS Tdress. Contact, thanks for being on. 110. So call Joe, pick up the phone, dial 1 800 toll free from the United States or Canada. Thanks for staying with us through the break. We're here with Marilyn Hughes. We're talking about the out-of-body experience, and it's a fascinating discussion, one of a different nature that that I'm used to. Uh, before the break, we talked about how uh, her travels got her into um, Catholicism, which I think is I think it's fascinating. I'm gonna have to get into your books and just read all of them so I can uh, figure this out too. But um, <laughs> You know, the main thing is, is what I was telling you during the break uh, is that I had a out-of-body experience. I've talked about it a million times, but it, it seems like I, it was a deal where I had a really great one and then was trying to catch up to it ever since. Um, and you were telling me that you put out a film that kind of discusses that, right? How to get past those obstacles. Oh, yeah. We've got a film out called How to Have an Out-of-Body Experience. It's a documentary film. And it goes through every step, every stage, and all the obstacles, all the little things that happen, like, you know, how you have trouble seeing, you have trouble moving, all these things. It's going to show you how to get through every one of these things. Um, If you go to our website at outofbodytravel.org, you can just go right from there to our YouTube channel, subscribe, become a member, and you can watch the film there. Uh, you can also watch it on Rumble and on Special TV. All the links are right there. Um, and that's going to really help you out. We also have, um, if you want to even study it deeper, you can take our Udemy course, which is like, a, I don't know, I think it's about three or four, maybe even five hours intensive on how to have an out-of-body experience. And it's going to, uh, you know, go even deeper. So you can do either or, you know. 
Yeah, that's cool. You got it. Uh, you're on Udemy. I love that site. I've got a whole bunch of courses that I've taken on there, so I might uh, yeah do that as well. So tell me about. Um, by the way, did I, I hope I did mention your website? Out of body travel. Out of body travel dot org. I'm earlier. You mentioned cities. That made mm-hmm. me think about that verse, kind of like. And I'm not religious per se, but the verse where he talks about. There are many kingdoms, you know, in, in my heaven, or there are many kingdoms uh, in heaven, many or many mans- mansions. That's many right. Mans- um, mm-hmm. Is that what you kind of think that you saw? Like just these, or that's what they meant, so to speak? Well, what you what I've se- I've seen so many many things. Um, you know, I've seen cities of light. I've seen the city of the New Jerusalem. I've seen cities that. Um, uh, float in the sky. I've seen cities that float in the heavens. I've seen, I've been to cities that are in other planetary systems. I've been to cities that are uh, for higher spiritual beings. I've been to cities that are uh, for human beings after they cross over that are not that different from our earthly cities, but they are like uh, cities where you see communities very much like our own, except they are places where you'll see different areas of spiritual or scientific or other types of learning that are going on. Um, one of the neat things that you'll see in some of those types of cities is that you'll see people there, spirits, you know, spirits, who are a mixture of people who are actually dressed from different eras. So you're going to see people that are possibly from the 1800s, the 1900s, from our time and some even from future times and they're all intermingling and it's very interesting because they're all uh, very comfortable with one another because you know you have uh, people who have crossed over from different eras who are all uh, you know together <laughs> in these worlds you oh, know that's so cool. um, one of the oh it is very cool and you also have the fact that uh, people from other worlds, extraterrestrials from other worlds, live in many of the heavenly realms right alongside human souls. Because in the heavens, we are all intermingled. And it's so natural that you often don't notice it until later. And then you're like, wait a minute, there's extraterrestrials in heaven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. It's very cool. And then in, in the city of New Jerusalem, um, there's this beautiful, beautiful library, which is the Palace of Ancient Knowledge, which contains all of the knowledge from all time on Earth. The writings are contained there and kept there. The papyrus, everything that's ever been written, you know. So, you know, we often we often feel sad that everything's been lost at Alexandria, but Everything hasn't been lost because everything has been retained there. Everything is there from every world religion, from every, um, not just world religion, but from every tradition, from the tribal traditions, from every, uh, you know, minute cultural, uh, spiritual belief. Um, These are preserved and held with such high and holy regard. You know, one of the things about these ancient texts and those who wrote them, the prophets, saints, mystics, sages, and ascetics who wrote these is what they represent to us and remind us of. And this is what I think I'd point out about this is that we're not the first, you know? So when we talked earlier about um, people being uncomfortable with the idea of religion or the yeah. idea of yeah. these things. The the point is not that this is about religion. The point is that we are just the descendants in a long line of seekers 
there are many who have come before us who have been the recipients of revelation from the very beginning of time. It began long before we could ever know. But what we do know is it began with Toth and Hermes and Nefertiti. We know that it began with Krishna, with the Buddha, with Zarathustra. We know that it began with the great Jainas Tirthankaras. We know that the Sikh masters were there with the Guru Nanak and the great Jesus Christ, along with Muhammad and all of the other great, great mystics like Baha'u'llah. These people were out-of-body travelers. These people were those who received a revelation. Another book I wrote was um, out-of-body, uh, near-death and out-of-body travel experiences of the prophets, saints, mystics, and sages in world religions. And the reason that this book was written was to point out that many of these events in our history, uh, the birth of religions, or the events that happened to a lot of these people were out-of-body experiences and that we're trying too hard to separate ourselves from our spiritual ancestors. And by doing that, we're actually separating ourselves from the great stairway from earth to heaven, which, by the way, is another film that we have available at our YouTube channel, The Stairway from Earth to Heaven, which was named because of a mystical experience I've had repeatedly about how the ancient sacred texts paved this beautiful stairway from earth to heaven because those texts are the gold that was left behind for us. The final words of great masters, great saints, great masters who had discovered the truth the way to fin finish their work here on this, in the, on this earth and in this realm. Hmm. And they were leaving final words here. And th this is what we're all seeking. And so every one of those texts is one of the steps that leads to the highest heights of heaven. And when we seek it out, we are finding the gold that has been left behind that is hidden in plain sight, but yet we haven't seen it because we are thinking that somehow it doesn't apply to us. Huh. That's fascinating. Actually, I didn't, um, I've never heard anybody ever say that before. Uh, let's go to the phone lines here. We've got the 504 area code. You're on the air with Marilyn Hughes. Who are we speaking with? Uh, hi, this is Beaver again. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, what's up, Beaver? Hi, Beaver. Okay, what's up, brother? Yes, yes, Beaver. Uh, uh, you've kind of answered, uh, I've got about four or five questions, and you've kind of answered some of them uh, uh, just by talking. Um, in, in, in these travels uh, to these other realms, uh, you know, I, I, I went somewhere repeatedly, and I think I had an animal guide that took me there. And okay. it was, it was very, it was very peaceful. It, it, it was, it was a place where people were sharing knowledge. It was very spiritual. And, uh, I guess my main question with that is, is I have such, well, why is there an emotional memory attached to some of these travels? Well, it's a uh, part of it would be if you are, first of all, the emotional memory can be attached to the beings that you're with because you may have great love for them, the, the people that are guiding you, uh, the spirit animals that you are, that are guiding you, you may very well have a deep bond or memory of them. Uh, oftentimes as well, when we're being taken uh, through time or anything like this, if you are having any type of memory of past lifetimes or anything like that, you're going to have a lot of emotional memory that will come to the surface. And that's actually very helpful and necessary 
because it assists you in bringing to the forefront that which needs to be identified and then purified uh, before you. Does that make sense to you? I mean, what types uh, that, of emotional that, that, attachments come forward? Uh, oh, it, it's it's this immense uh, uh, feeling of peace and, and just like uh, ecstasy and blissfulness. Yeah. Uh, oh well, and it, that it, is it, that it, is what when you're it, touching into you're touching into that un- unconditional love of God and the unconditional peace and bliss and um, the wondrous uh, universal uh, just exactly what you're calling it. Wasn't it? It wasn't a beaver, was it? Just out of curiosity. Uh, no, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> Surprisingly. All right. um, uh, well, and the animal no, that you have can tell you also a lot about, uh, the animal that's guiding you can tell you a lot about your own personal power and the type of calling that you have in this life as well. Really? If you'd like to share with yeah, if you'd like to share what that animal is, I might be able to um, give you some insight. I, 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 I had a, I, I believe there might have been a, a one instance where there was an eagle and another instance where there was an elk. Okay. Well, and the eagle would have a lot to do with transformation and flight, which is, you know. Oh, wow. That, that exactly. never... Go ahead. Um, uh, I've had other experiences also besides, uh, uh, these ones, but, uh, it's actually changing the way that I, uh, I, I live. It's changing the way that I think. And, uh, uh, I didn't, uh, I fell asleep to the show, unfortunately, but, uh, he had one, uh, Joe Roop had one guest on a number of weeks back, uh, talking about word magic. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to change, uh, the way that I, uh, say things because I don't want to, you know, put any type of uh, any type of negativity uh, on anything. Or, uh, 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 or uh, I think it's in uh, uh, one of the Upanishads where uh, Shiva talks about, you know, when you label somebody, you're you're limiting them more than anything. Right. And, uh, yes. Uh, I, I mean, well, I, and the uh, elk is I, a I, very I, majestic. I, I, the elk, the elk is majestic. Go ahead, Marilyn. The the elk is a very majestic animal, which stands very tall. And to me, that would be an animal that is um, calling you forth, calling you forward. And it's interesting that you're saying that it is changing the way that you think, because that is exactly what the elk, I think, would do. It would be calling you forward, having you change the way you think it would be changing the way that you do things a little bit uh i i can attest to that because i went to a a, a 4 p.m job interview today uh for a uh outfitter uh backcountry uh adventures hunting uh it's something i used to do and uh i uh i told them thanks but no thanks because one of the reasons is, is like, I don't know if I have it in me to do that anymore. Like, like I, I yeah. like I've, hmm. like, I've, uh, like I, like I, I, I understand the, the, the ritual of the hunt. Uh, I'm not going to deny any one of that. Well, what's but what, for myself? Uh, I hate to cut this short cause we're limited on time, but do you have one more question? Do you have one more question for her about any like out of body stuff? Uh, 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 two, um, and, and, uh, well, I guess the more important one is, uh, yeah. is, is, uh, uh, I'm trying to practice uh, an Ayurvedic lifestyle and ha- is having a clean body and practicing, uh, like clean thinking is, does that help reach deeper levels of these astral travels? That's a good question. Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, what I, uh, what I have absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. It does. All right. Well, thanks for your call. All the way from Louisiana, Beaver. Beaver. I thought when he, 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 thanks for your call, brother. 
I thought when he uh, was, I thought if he was for sure going to say, I saw a beaver, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, this is, this is like astonishing to me because there's aspects of uh, the Catholic church. There's there's aspects of animal spirit. So, uh, I mean, I don't want to like swing back around to religion or anything, but would you say that we have a, a very limited viewpoint of, I guess you could say Catholicism, religion, God, angels. Um, it seems like what we've been taught in scripture is very limited based on what you're saying. Oh yes. And, and what I would say is what we, what we, what we believe and what we have been taught, what we view about all of it is very limited, not just about Catholicism, but what we understand about the Buddha, what we understand about Krishna, what we understand about all of it, all of these, because like, for instance, one of the things I would share with you is that a great many of my out-of-body experiences have been to get to know all of the prophets, saints, mystics, sages, saints, and ascetics that come from all of these traditions, not one, not just Catholicism, all of them. And they all work together in the process of the redemption of humanity. You know, and I can't tell you how many times Jesus has come to me well with the Buddha and with Krishna and with Zarathustra and Avalokiteshwara by his side because they work together. Um, the Christ is still the Christ. He stands above, and he is the head of that royal family of God well, because you know, his station. You know what I find fascinating about what you just said is uh, that's a Chayim or the, what the Kabbalists call the tree of life in that sixth sphere of the sun. They put um, Zarahampin or Christ there, Buddha. You can put all of those figures there and it corresponds perfectly to that level of consciousness. You know, to me, that makes sense what you're saying. Um, mm-hmm. but is it, is that what it is? Just the level of consciousness. No, um, it's not just that. And I think that's, I think that what, um, and, and you know, I think, what I would say is even what I have seen, what I would be able to say I know about it would still be minuscule in comparison to what it actually is. Because I think one thing that you do learn the more that you experience is that you only, you only understand a microcosm of it. Even so, even thousands of experiences later, you're, you're, you're only learning at that point that what you what you know is God is still greater than what you can conceive. Um, I still remember in, in having this one amazing experience where I was allowed to enter into the throne room of God, and I was allowed to experience, and it's something that's very hard to put into words, and so this will be just a... a a very poor representation of the experience, but I was allowed to experience the movement of God for a fortnight, so to speak. And it was amazing to just move within the mind of God and see how he literally was moving from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. The, the way that one moment he was making an alteration in one person's life and then moving on to another person's life and moving on to another person's life. And over one night, millions of people's lives were being altered. And that somehow in the mind of God, he was able to do this and everything was in perfect order in a way that we're not able to comprehend. Do you, do you see that in some small way? It, and I was able to experience this energetically 
and there is no way to put it in words, but it was so profound and so beautiful and so uh, beyond um, beyond human experience. Uh, but when I came back, it was it was just just the amazing beauty of how God. You know how Jesus said in the scripture that God was aware of every hair on their head. And I was allowed to experience how that was true and how that was true of how he knew when the sparrow would fall. He truly did. And I was watching it. Um, And so in terms of the infinite movings of how the universe moves and how God moves, it's beyond us. But, um, the beauty that lies out there is available for us to experience. We experience parts of it through out-of-body travel, and each experience that we have takes us one step deeper into the mystery. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, so I can tell that this is... uh, this has truly affected you. I want to ask a few more questions about some of the stuff that you've experienced too. Uh, some, maybe some questions about sure. angels as well. Uh, we've got to take our break though. Sure. Here, our last break. It's a quick one though. So we'll be right back. Guys. Okay. Crafted and designed for magicians by magicians. Now you can take your practice with you. This beautifully handcrafted mobile altar opens and works as an altar for any of your spiritual, religious, or ritual practices. Made to travel and work in small spaces, the altar box comes with hidden compartments for your practice tools and accessories. The altar box also comes with a dark scrying mirror for scrying and reverses and fits perfectly. Also as a chalkboard for any sigil, symbol, or whatever you see fit to sketch. The altar box is handcrafted to carry as a small suitcase, so you may take your practice with you and the hinges are made with solid material and hinged with leather and rivets for extra strength. The mirror piece and floor plate fit perfectly when closed so no movement will happen. Use it in small places as well. You can practice meditation, magic, planetary magic, sigil magic, scrying, ritual. Never be without your practice tools again, no matter the setting or where you go. Just go to lightingthevoid.com forward slash altar box and get this yours portion of the, the show sale is being lasts. brought to you by Ed's Almost Friendly Gas Station. If you drive into Ed's Almost Friendly Gas station for a fill-up and your attendant forgets to offer to check under your hood and clean your windshield, well then why don't you just do it yourself? Hey Fringe FM listeners, did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or no Wi-Fi available, you can still listen to every minute of the Fringe FM by calling 701-719-3971. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. Saves your data plan and no extra cost if you have unlimited minutes. Call 701-719-3971. That's 701-719-3971. Listen to the Fringe FM on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Tired of going out and having fun on Friday nights? Perfect. Because that's when our show, Shift Happens, airs live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 p.m. Central, right here on the Fringe FM. Get there while you can status. The Fringe FM isn't just a radio station. We also provide services for all your audio production needs. If you are interested in live radio or pre-recorded podcasts, we're here to help. We even do audio enhancements and voiceovers if needed. If you want to do a podcast or live radio show and even want the option to syndicate on terrestrial radio from simple audio file enhancement to live production and call screening, we have you covered. We have worked with some of the best professionals in the business in order to 
provide coaching instruction for content creation, show structure, and more. Contact The Fringe Digital Media for more at info at thefringe.fm. That's info at thefringe.fm. Or call 501-777-5631 for a consultation. Hey, Donald. Thanks for visiting the Fringe FM studios. What brings you in? I'm in the White House and I was lonely. Welcome to the Fringe family. KTLK, the this Fringe FM. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Earlobes. Remember when asked to name their favorite flap of flesh that dangles uselessly from their bodies, more people said earlobes than any other fold of tissue. Yes, earlobes. They're soft, they're squishy. They stop your ears from ending too abruptly. They're earlobes. Joe, pick up the phone, dial 1-800-588-0335, toll free from the United States or Canada. Earlobes are soft and squishy. Marilyn Hughes is here with us. I think you got people worried in my community, in this community, I'm sure you're well aware, uh... The whole uh, heaven and hell idea isn't really popular, right? So do do we come back, Marilyn? Like, do we come back if we're bad or we haven't consciously grown? I think that's what people, uh, that to me it's even silly when I say it. We're bad, so we keep coming back. Like, is it a conscious thing? Is it awareness thing? Or is it really we've done bad things, we got to come back and fix it kind of thing before we... Ascent, well, so to speak. I think there are um, ways to look at this in a different way, which is, do we do things that serve life or do we do th- things that serve death? Mm-hmm. And when we are moving towards life, which is moving towards God, then we are moving towards heaven. And when we are doing things that serve death and we're moving away from God, then we are moving towards death or darkness. So there are purgatorial realms, there are hellish realms, and there is reincarnation. Um, And reincarnation is a mechanism of actually purgatory. So reincarnation is a purgation type um, mechanism. So we have purgatorial realms that exist um, in other spheres, but Reincarnation is also another mechanism of purgatorial experience. And so what's purgatory? Purgatory is where we are able to purge ourselves of past karmas, issues that have not yet been worked out, things that we still have that keep us from approaching an all-holy God. Now, what is that? So, let me give you an energetic answer, which might be a little confusing for some, but I'm going to try this, and and it'll make sense to some. When you're in the out-of-body travel state, when you try to enter into a higher realm that is higher than your level of compatibility, you will feel like you are being crushed and you can't enter it. It's not because anyone's trying to keep you from going there. You just can't enter it because you are not compatible. When we cross over, we go where we're compatible. So we naturally amend to what we are comfortable with. So if we are, if we have just spent our lives you know, indulging in some type of vice, we're going to naturally just go where that vice is because that's what we're comfortable doing. That makes sense. If we are, yeah, if we have spent our life working towards purification, towards the light, trying to become more and more closer to um, God or towards, towards the, things which allow the merciful light of God to come in, then we have the options to move towards higher and higher things. 
most souls do have to go through certain purifications, certain purgatories after death. That's not unusual at all. And then there are many different levels of heavenly spheres that we have to ascend even after that. Um, So we do have to take care of those things that remain on our soul that keep us from being able to approach an all-holy God. And it's not because it is a punishment or because God does not love us. That is not the case at all. It is simply because we have to, we have to cleanse our robes. You know how in, in the scriptures it talks about we have to make our robes as white as snow. That's what we're talking about. I mean, uh, I get when we're that. Talking about, but what what about doctrine? It doesn't make sense. But I remember uh, Christ also saying that you know the Pharisees and lawmakers and all this stuff were harbingers of hell, right? Uh, and I think I understand what he meant. Like energe- energetically, people that are pushing doctrine on other people, right? Uh, are making their own hells because then you know you got all this guilt and shame and all this other stuff, right? So there's a lot of uh, doctrine in religion, like you know Leviticus and all these things like that, without even any kind of energetic explanation for the doctrine, just laws and punishments, right? And I think this is what throws right. people off with this stuff, you know. Well, and this is where you have. Let's just go to the revelation that was given to St. Faustina in the 1930s, where Christ gave the, the uh, revelation to St. Faustina of his divine mercy. And he basically came forward with this beautiful revelation that he wished to give divine mercy to every soul who would receive it. And that any soul who would be willing to come through the door of his mercy was welcome to come through that door. And so, in fact, Christ, um, in fact, said to St. Faustina that he would, you know, he would bless people who would extol his mercy as the greatest virtue of God, you know. And this is what we see in the accounts that people have shared of their near-death experiences, is that God is merciful above all things. This is what you see in those experiences, even in the cases of people who have had experiences to hell. Because in the accountings that people have shared where they went to hell first, the very moment that they fell on their knees or called out to God for help, what happened? It was instantaneous that God sent help. It was either Christ himself or an angel appeared or something in terms of one of God's, uh, you know, God's angels appeared. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they received help immediately. And in my own experiences, What I have seen, because one of the things that I was trained to do, and I write about extensively in my books, and for those who are interested in this, in the Mystic Knowledge series, which you can download for free, there are several books, Heaven, Hell, and Story. There's also Spiritual Warfare, Angels and Demons. There's Ghosts and Lost Souls. You can read about all this stuff in these books. Um, You'll see that the moment a soul reaches out to God for help, whether they're in the lowest of hells, in a purgatory, or in the highest of heavens, it's instant. It's instant that help arrives. And I've seen this over and over and over again. And you know what is interesting? Because what I was called to do was to help souls in these realms, in the lower hell realms, in the purgatorial realms, and things like this. 
And what I found interesting as well was that in the writings of Earth Store Bodhisattva, who was a Buddhist monk who was also called to assist souls in hell, he had the same experience. And herein lies what um, I would say is one of the benefits of being open to reading these ancient sacred texts, which contain out-of-body experiences of those who have come before us, because it tells us and shows us where we have these intersecting realities. And here is one of those. Yeah, so here's... Yeah, we see... Here's the thing, like Doskalos talked about this too, that most of it was the energy that you brought into like he called them elementals negative attachments dark things like that so that makes sense where you're talking about with the comfortable stuff right like if you're comfortable with being attached to dark things that's where you're going to end up you know so right yeah and and so he would uh and that robert monroe did the same thing he would run into people that he would see like lost souls or whatever and they were so in their own fear about hell and negativity and what what they did and the guilt of all of it, that they actually saw him as the devil. Right. And he was like, I'm not, right. I'm not the devil. So they're on these, they're all traveling together, but based on what they done or brought, or the, I guess you could say the cause and effect or karma of the stuff is what they experienced, you know, when they, now, first if you want to know how, and this is important. If you want to know how you actually help those souls, instead of just, throwing them off and letting them keep wandering around aimlessly and in fear, read my books because I show you and teach you how you help those souls. Because it's really important that we understand that in a universe of love and creation, we are to help one another. And one of the things that I was taught from the very beginning is that we are to always give back to creation that which creation has given to us. Mm -hmm. And you will learn how, not only how you're going to avoid that fate for yourself, but how are you going to help those souls when you come across them in your own out-of-body travel? Because you can help them. And that is the empowering reality that is before all of us, that we can help them. We don't have to leave them in their fear and in their delusions. We can free them. We can give them options. And we have uh, a right and a duty and a responsibility to help our brothers and sisters who are entrapped in those ways when the opportunity is given to us to do so. And you'll find that there are so many beautiful stories in my books about how when we work in those realms of creation and how we see these beautiful releases of the souls and that it doesn't have to stay that way. When you find these situations, it doesn't have to stay that way, that this can be changed. It can be altered. And that a beautiful outcome can be had where these souls are sent back to the light and they can move forward just as well as everyone else. And we can be a part of that. And by doing so, what happens? We are then also bringing forth that light towards our own soul as well because we are then learning how we bring that mercy towards ourselves as well. By bringing and generating mercy towards our brother, we bring it towards ourselves. And you, and you know, uh, it, it's very simple, too, to like get into the energy of love, happiness, kindness, generosity, like all the good stuff, right? Uh, it's a, it's yeah. compound. I mean, it. The more you do it, the more you're around it, the more you're going to be it. And it's just like the opposite. It, it, people say that all the time. Good vibrations, bad vibrations, get around the good stuff. But it's true, right? It's like, uh, it's just one of those kind of cosmic laws, I think. You know, the more we spread this but kind of thing, it's good. Happens. 
Yes, and what what happens as well, when you're experiencing um, these things in the out-of-body travel state, when you're doing the proper practices that you'll learn in the film, how to have an out-of-body experience, and the other films, you know, there's other films and you can watch them all, they're all free, you can watch them, you're going to learn how to generate the proper mindset where you will find that the Holy Spirit will come within you in these states where it will be provided to you. So what happens is that energy comes upon you. So you may not, like right now when you're thinking, it's like, well, I don't know if I'll feel that way. How will I feel? I might just be afraid. And, you know, the first time or the second time, you might be afraid. But when it's time for you to act, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and that love will generate from within you, and it will be a supernatural event. And it will come from within, and you won't have to generate it, because God will do it for you, and it will come through you. And that's how it works. I think we you can all kind of, I mean, I think we can all kind of attest to that. Uh, even, I mean, in the physical realm, whatever, like times where mm-hmm. we've had those moments that something told that's- us to do something for somebody or felt a certain way or heard a certain message that felt like it came from something higher, you know? Yes, Exactly. Yeah, and sure. this kind of thing will happen in even a more profound way in the out-of-body travel state when you are called into those kinds of situations, and you'll be taught of the spirit. You know, there's mystical training that goes on when you go into those um, Realms, types yeah. of scenarios. You learn how to do it, and. You know, so you can learn a lot by reading those books. If you're interested, um, they're in the Mystic Knowledge series. You can read all of those and find out all about, you know, the spiritual warfare, the heaven, hell, and purgatory, the ghosts and the lost souls. And there's a lot of fascinating um, information in those books about that. Well, I don't, I think that I'm jealous, but in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I'm jealous because jealousy is uh-huh. a bad thing when you like, I wish, you know, you have these resentments that you want to be able to do what other people are doing. But I think anybody that's hearing what you're saying right now wants to experience the stuff that you're talking about. So yeah, definitely well, go check out the website and read the books. Huh? You know, a lot of people do tell me, and this is really common, they go to the website, they read Come to Wisdom's Door and the Mysteries of the Redemption, which you can download for free, and they start having spontaneous experiences just by starting to read those books. And, um, and then they enter into this internal training that starts happening spontaneously. And this is exactly what I was told would happen when I started writing um, the mysteries of the redemption, that it would start happening of itself. You know, the mysteries of the redemption kind of opens up a little bit of a map of the other side for people. And by making, uh, you know, by making this uh, map available to someone's conscious mind, it, it kind of like implants a seed to them. And then there's just kind of uh, something happens. And I can't really explain it or, uh, you know, I don't really understand how it works. But I was told by the spiritual teachers that helped me in writing it that this would happen with a lot of people. And a lot of people, it's exactly what happens. And so, you know, go, if you know, if you want this to happen, consider doing that and see if it works for you. You know, it doesn't happen for everyone, but it happens for a lot of folks. And um, a lot of people, they do that and they get started and then they get started down this path and then this internal process begins. And so 
You know, sounds amazing. It does, you know, it can happen for you. It can happen for all of you. Well, that it's sounds not just for me. Well, it sounds amazing, and I'm, I'm all about this. So, uh, I, even if you don't believe it, whatever. I think everybody should try it. That's what that that's how I am, though. Try it and see. You know, you know, <laughs> because yeah. it could you could have an experience and. Uh, I've had a great experience talking to you tonight. We're already at the, we're at the end of the broadcast, but yeah, it was good to have you back on. Thank you. Oh, it's been great talking to you, Joe. I always enjoy talking to you. So I appreciate you having me back. Yeah, it's absolutely. Great. Do you have any uh, other links you want to give out other than uh, out of body org? I know you got quite a following on Facebook, so. Oh yeah, definitely go to out of body org please um, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe, become a member. Um, also, we have our Rumble channel. Go there as well. And please go to our Facebook page and like our Facebook page. Um, we have classes on Udemy now, so check those out. Um, you can download all our books. All our films are free on YouTube and on Rumble. So um, you can watch all of those there. Um, are your books on audio? Uh, we have a, Do you have a, are they in audio? They form? are. All, they are all available on Audible. So awesome. definitely check them out on Audible. And uh, we have a free course of study at the website. So check that out too, um, which was modeled on the, the, the study that I was led through by the spiritual teachers that – uh, you know, guided me in my out-of-body travel journeys, you know, the things that they wanted me to study. Uh, I set it all up in the manner that I was instructed to study so that you can follow the exact uh, course that I was led on. Um, and that's Fantastic. free for you to just follow as well. So there's a lot there. And um, well, uh, my email... Well right there you can ask me anything you want and uh so we'd love to have everyone come and join us well you guys go check that out and uh, also let me know how it goes if you need to contact me you can contact me contact at lightingthevoid.com we'll put all the links there in the archives go check out the website again outofbodytravel.org we'll be back tomorrow night guys with preston dennett you guys have a good night sweet dreams Oh man, that was a good...